Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. Welcome to the latest episode of the Empowered Life Podcast. Lisa Fiesek here and so excited about this episode as I have my great friend Cheryl Klein with me here today. I cannot wait to introduce her to you, but first let me just say Cheryl, hey, thanks for being here with me. Hey Lisa, I am so excited. I love what you do and it's my honor to be here. Ah, so whenever I talk to Cheryl, she blows my mind about what is possible in this world because that is what she teaches. She teaches people how to have a world-class mindset. And just let those words sink in there for a second. A world-class mindset. That is something that everybody needs, something that we could all maybe do a better job at. And let me tell you all about Cheryl. So she's a mental toughness coach a published author, a speaker, a mom of three awesome kids who are now in who are in high school and now college division 1 student athletes. Well, of course Cheryl because you teach them about mental toughness, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's the CEO of the Zone Lab and her area of expertise is applied sports psychology. She worked with high school, club, college and world-class athletes. She sat on panels and conducted trainings at Google, Autodesk, Microsoft, Pixar, Bank of America, San Francisco Women in Leadership, that group, just to name a few. And she's been a feature host for a Watermark Women in Leadership webinar series. So she teaches leaders, she teaches athletes, but she also teaches just everyday moms and dads and people that just want to have better mindset, more mental toughness, more resiliency. And she's also a consistent contributor to Thrive Global, which is awesome. And she has her book due next year, Zoned In. Ooh, I love that name, Cheryl. The Mindset Required for a World-Class You. Now, when not sitting on panels, speaking, or coaching, she enjoys watching her kids and clients compete. She's running and just about doing anything outdoors. And Cheryl, what were you sharing with me that's a big goal for you? You have a running goal or you've got something coming up that you were sharing with a personal goal. Um, yes, I just did a Facebook live with out in the world. Now I have to do it. Um, so I want to run in a master's track meet. I've run a couple half marathons and that's been fun, but I think what I'm put here to do and for some crazy reason what I want to do is run a 200 meters in a master's track meet. Wow. That's awesome. So it's going to be so much training involved, right? Because people think, oh, 200 meters, like that's a little sprint, no big deal. But maybe they don't realize how much training it takes to improve your speed. Like speed isn't something that just happens like boom overnight, right? Well, yeah, my dream is to have it be a respectable time. I'm in the process of finding an expert so I can figure out what that respectable time is and qualify and eventually travel around. And I have friends that travel all over the world running master's track meets. So I want to get good enough to do that. 
Nice. I love it. And that just speaks to the level of mindset that you're going to be talking about here and sharing with everybody listening. So the first question I have for you, let's just get right in if you're game. All right. Why, why do people not level up in their life? Like we, we, you know, we really boost people up and we're like, go for it and follow your dreams and take that first step or set some goals. And you have some people that go, I'm game. Let's do it. And then you have other people that let that doubt creep in or that worry. Like, what do you think in dealing with your clients, what do you think is the biggest barrier for people that prevent them from leveling up to that next level of what's capable, what they're capable of? I would say, you know, there's a lot of different components, but if you're going to hold me to picking the one or the most important one, I would say that people do not connect what's most important to them to their why. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we've all been in the place, me included, where we've started down a path and given up, or maybe we so there's something important to us, but we just haven't done it or haven't started. Mm -hmm. And we really need to connect to our why, which raises our level of necessity. Mm, tell me a little bit about that necessity. I love that word, the why and the necessity. Tell me more about that. Well, raising your why and also having a higher level of necessity, it, it prioritizes. Mm. So in other words, you will find a way to do it. So let me give you an example. I want to run the 200 meters. Um, a low level of necessity would be like, oh, it'd be fun. It might be fun to travel and it might be fun. That's a very low level of necessity, low level of why. A high level of necessity that I paint in my mind, you have to create the level of necessity. The level of necessity in your why doesn't just get dumped on your head like a lot of people wait for. So I might say to myself, the reason why I want to run the 200 meters I have to tie it to something incredibly important to me because it will make me feel successful and proud. And I envision my kids at an event at the finish line cheering me on. And I ask myself, do I want them to cheer me on or do I want to explain to them that I just gave up on a dream? Mm. Mm, that gave me goosebumps, Cheryl. You got to create your necessity and you got to decide that visualization of your why and what you want in your life and who else it benefits. Like for you, that vision is your kids standing there cheering. Like I'm getting that picture in my brain, like go mom, freaking out right? Cheering for you. And you got high school kids, right? So they might not think mom's cool. Oh, you got a high school and yeah. So this yeah, I have. Thing, right? Because I've, I've been told, I got 34, so I'm not there yet, but I've been told they might not think you're cool in high school. So yeah, 17-year-old daughter, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> right? So kids think you're the coolest thing ever because mom smashed this goal and she showed us that it was possible, right? Yeah, I want to be an example to them that mm. they can do whatever they put their mind to and they're already living it. I mean, I can tell you stories of them just, you know, they're my biggest inspiration. My middle son's on the tennis team at Cal Berkeley. He's five foot six, 130 pounds soaking wet. And for seven years, people told him it will never happen ever. Yeah. And so he's proving them wrong. But anyways, his, 
You just have to raise your level of necessity and that level of necessity you need to create. Amen. It's like, it, this is, it's almost like in my brain, I'm thinking like, this is going down. Like this is happening. Like you're not, I think Tony Robbins describes it as like you burn the boats behind you, right? It's like, you don't give yourself that out. You're like, this is happening. You know, this is what I want. I'm going after it. And these are the steps that I need to go. And you make it part of you. You make it, you make it a necessity. I love it. Yeah. And then the next step is to put it in the calendar. So, you know, register for that track meet, either buy a plane ticket or block it out in your calendar and then start announcing it to your friends. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm creating a framework for you. Create your necessity. See calendar. C and C. Put it in the calendar. Yeah. I wrote down, right? I yeah. love it. Create it. Put it in the calendar. And okay, so it's taken you probably a lot of work though to get to that place where like even with your kids with your son who was told he can't right it'll never happen for you and we hear that a lot in our life there's a lot of people in this world that will tell you one time or another you can't and how do we change that I can't into I can like what did you coach your son or what do you coach yourself what do you say to yourself or what did you say to your son when he's like did he I don't know if he said that to you or he's like mom people are telling me this isn't possible I'm five six and 130 pounds what, what kind of language did you use with yourself or with your son? Well, first, I will tell you that over the last three decades, I've, not to date myself, but I've been researching and studying world-class performers. And it's been proven in science that really anyone can do what they put their mind to. Mm. It's possible. Uh, whenever I talk to or meet with a world-class performer, a lot of times it comes from pain and suffering, how they got there. And it's a very circuitous route to get there. You don't get from point A to point B. It's not, it's never easy. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I, I know from my profession and from studying and working with Anders Ericsson, who wrote the book Peak, you know, Secrets Behind the Science of Expertise, it's proven in science that if you practice and practice a certain way, and now in my book, I'm proving if you have a certain mindset, then you're only limited by what you think is possible. And I've seen it happen over and over and over again. You're only limited by what you think is possible. Yeah. That's a mic drop moment right there. You're only limited by what you think is possible. So you are your biggest barrier to success. Exactly. I mean, there might be other barriers to success. You may, like you said, and I think that's a good point to bring up that it's never easy. People do. They think you get from point A to point B and it's rainbows and sunshine and you have a plan and everything goes to plan. And as soon as something doesn't go to plan, they're like, screw it. I'm out. Right. Or they're like, this is too hard. Why does it have to be so hard? Okay. I'm like speaking from experience because I do that yep. sometimes. Right. <laughs> Right? But then exactly as you said, it's the necessity that brings me back. I might have like five seconds of why is this so damn hard? But then it's the necessity that brings me back to go, all right, pull up your freaking bootstraps and let's go. Right? So you're only limited by what you believe. And can I be very transparent with you for a second? Yes. Please. So... I got my master's in sports psychology again, not to date myself in 1995. And I've had this in me 
because of some of the things that hardships that I experienced as a young person. That's why I went to study applied sports psychology and help ordinary people be extraordinary. But I started and stopped about 10 times because I thought it is too hard. And, you know, and at the time I had small kids and I can't do it. And then, uh, a couple years ago, I decided it was my time. Mm. And how many people have struggled like me? I raised my level of necessity and my why for my career. And this only happened, I would say, four years ago. And my business didn't scale until I decided it was going to scale. I had a very successful, very small private practice. And it started to scale because I decided it was going to scale because I got the help and support that I needed. And it, I started living into what I was teaching. Mm, that's huge. And I think that's really important for people to hear that, that, you know, cause, cause we see, we see all your successes. I read about that in your awesome bio and we're like, you know, sometimes we think, oh, it's been so easy for Cheryl. Here she is up here and Thrive Global and write your book and working with world-class athletes and lead women in high-level leadership positions. And you're like, oh, she's had it easy, right? So everybody thinks when they see people that, that have a level of success, they think, oh, they were given that. They were granted that. They were spoon-fed that. They know all these people. They have all this outreach. Like, sometimes people think it was, it was gifted, and you're like, uh-uh-uh, no, no, uh I made the decision, and then I got my butt to work, right? So you made the decision, and then almost like you said, you created your necessity, and then you more or less put it in your calendar where you're like, all right, this is my dream. This is my plan. This is going to happen. Who do I need to talk to and what do I need to do? Do I understand that right? Exactly. And this is really what I believe. I believe that I'm just a catalyst. I don't think that I am here to do anything huge and monumental. I think that I am the catalyst to help other people be amazing as possible. And I not only think that your listeners can be amazing, I believe that they must be amazing. With all the craziness, at least you're in Canada, I'm here in the United, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, it's in this time of craziness, us, you know, we're a tribe of do-gooders mm -hmm. and the time is now to level up. And not the message is not only can, everyone listening, not only can all of you guys do it, you must do it for yourself, mm -hmm. for those you serve as role models for, for those you influence. And if you don't think you're an influencer, you are. Yes. And also for the world as a whole. So the time is now. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think level up means different things to different people, right? Like, right. Are, like level up could be you're finally going to decide that you're going to get your health in check. You're going to stop eating crap. You're going to start moving your body more. You're going to start drinking, you know, more water and less pop or soda. You're going to say no to the crap at work. Like that might be a level up for someone. Mm -hmm. Going to your boss and being like, I need a raise or I want a raise because I've done blah, 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 blah. Because you want that for your family or your life or whatever. 
that might be a level up, right? Having a difficult conversation with someone that you've been avoiding might be a level up. Starting a business or finally writing that book or putting out that course or running that group, that might be a level up, right? So I think I don't want people to get confused and think that level up means they have to do big, epic, great, global, world-changing things. Like, it's almost like that book by Darren Hardy, The Compound Effect. It's like small little changes do lead to big things. So, so what are some things people... What do you, when I say level up, what do you, what, what comes to, like, what do you think, if you could define level up, what does that mean? Well, when I refer to level up, it means in specific situations, not necessarily leveling up uh, your life. Mm. So in other words, there's going to be, everyone has important situations. And I know a lot of times there's a misconception. People say, well, I can't work with you because you work with world-class performers. I'm, no, that's not really the case. I think that we all have our Olympics mm. that are no less important to us than the Olympics are to an Olympian. And it's true that we can't, maybe we can't all be world-class performers. We can't all be Olympians. We can't all be CEOs or what have you. But you know what? We can learn to have the same mindset. We can learn to be confident. We can learn to be mentally tough so we can dream, plan, and achieve our best. These tools to be mentally tough and to have a world-class mindset, they're not just for the chosen few. Yeah, that was my, my like, I keep thinking in my brain. So are Olympic athletes and then, like, my mindset, is that necessarily hugely different? Or do you no. Well, yes and no. There are similarities and differences. The similarities are, you know, world-class performers, they are human. So they feel the same emotions we feel. Anger, fear, doubt, frustration, they have all of those things. Mm -hmm. uh, the difference tends to be in how they manage them and how they utilize them. Mm. So keeping in mind and... I, this is a longer discussion that we have time for, but I'll give you the 10,000 foot view. Okay. So that's what they do differently. And I explain this in my, in my course, there's something called the emotional wheel. And what they know how to do is how to manage their emotions and keep them in check. And one thing that they know how to do that most of us don't know how to do, and they do very well. And this is huge. So if your listeners are not listening to anything else, tell them to pay attention to this. Whenever they have, I call it the F word, fear. Don't worry. It's clean, fear. Where's she going with this? Uh -oh. Yeah. Okay. But uh, whenever they experience the F word, which is fear, um, not only do they manage fear and keep it at bay, a lot of times our tendency is to push fear away. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. It'll be fine. I'll try this. It'll be good. But that's just like saying, don't worry about the pink elephant in the room. That's all you think about. So it doesn't work to push fear away. Mm. What world-class performers do is they invite it closer. So, hey, fear, come at me. What am I most afraid of? What is this? You get over here. Let me look you in the face. And then they actually have fear. If you can imagine fear whispering in your ear saying, hey, I know you're most afraid of this. But what you really need to do to make sure this doesn't happen, you need to do that. And then there's another step. They're going to have a fear stand next to them is an ally and actually cheering them on. 
and go, I know you're so afraid of this. This is what you need to do. I am giving you the secret. Now get your you-know-what out there and do it and make sure your worst fear doesn't happen. Wow. That is amazing. I've never heard fear framed that way before. Such a huge takeaway. Invite fear closer. Invite fear to whisper in your ear. Face fear right in those eyeballs like a strong, powerful person that you are and say, I'm going to deal with you. You're not going to get the best of me. Fear, use fear as an ally. And I'm taking that one step closer. Then it stands next to you and supports you and says, I told you what to do. You must do it. And I'm going to cheer you on. Mm. Fear ain't fear no more. (laughs) I love that. Wow, wow, wow. And this is mindset work. Again, people think fluffy. What's mindset? Rainbows and but No, this yep. is mindset work. And this is the daily work that you must do. I mean, I think about your Olympians that you coach. Yes, they have their routine, you know, track stars and whatever other Olympians that you coach. Yeah, they have their routines and their training protocols and their programs. But I would imagine this kind of stuff <laughs> is the stuff that really needs to be trained daily, all the time, anytime fear creeps in. Like, these are the tools that not only your athletes, but as you said, we're all Olympians. We all have our Olympics in our life that we run, that the, this is the daily mindset work that we need to be training and we need to be doing, which is why your work is so stinking needed in this <laughs> world. And that's why I wanted to have you oh my gosh, on this podcast. I can't believe time is flying. I'm like, what? Okay, I want to ask you one, like I could drop the mic right there and be like, we're out, we're done. Let me tell you how to get in touch with Cheryl. I will do that in a moment, I promise. But I have one final question because I know this is a big one that my readers or my listeners, everybody kind of tunes into. And we kind of can circle back to it because I think we kind of sprinkled the information in. But what do you do when, okay, you've created your necessity, You put it in your calendar. You've already sparked that catalyst change in your brain where maybe you've looked fear in the face and you're like, I'm ready to go. I know what I need to do. And then along the way, maybe you tell a spouse or you you just start doing it or you tell a family member and, and the people that you want the most to support you don't. People always ask me, like, how do I get the people that I love to support me when they don't support me? Cause that could be a barrier for, you know, that, that can break down your mental mindset when you want this validation and support from the people you love and you're not getting it. How do we help people overcome that? Well, two things. The first thing is, and I know we can't choose our family, obviously, but the people that are not supporting you, it's important when possible to limit the amount of input you have from them. Mm. So you have certain circles of family and friends. You know, you can't just discount or not be in touch with your family or friends. But during a very important time, especially if you're scaling or growing or all in, then you just have to limit the amount of time that you're around people that are not going to support you and seek out the people that are going to support you. 
So that's the first thing. The second thing is you need to believe. I just had an interview. I just interviewed Leroy Dixon, who's a two-time uh, Olympian and gold medal winner. The, he said the number one, and there's a science to, to back this, and it's so amazing that he said this, but you must believe. You must believe down to your DNA in what you're doing. And there's a couple different ways to do that. Uh, I work with a developer of the app Think Up, which if your listeners or you are interested, I'll get you the link to that. It says that when you combine positive affirmations, which are things that you know to be true about yourself or that you think are incredibly, po- they're incredibly important and possible, if you say them out loud and hear them in your own voice and combine them with music to raise the emotion, you can actually change your brain chemistry. So crazy. So we're talking about using your thoughts and emotions to make the neural connections so you actually believe what you're doing is possible. Let me tell you why that's important. You do that and you do that on a daily basis and listen to these things. Your vision goes from narrow to broad hmm. meaning uh if i didn't believe down to my dna i want to help 10,000 people to be mentally tough in 2018 if i didn't believe that i wouldn't have spent the last 8 months trying to get on the one thing podcast gary keller's podcast yes he said no 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 maybe 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 and then we just taped it and it's going to air on the 21st of december but that's because I believed. If I didn't believe, I would have never reached out in the first place. If I didn't believe, I would have not have gotten back to him every time after I had a speak engagement. Hey, Jeff Woods, I just spoke at Bank of America. Hey, I was just at Google Ventures. This is what I, did. I mean, I was bugging. I don't know if he let me on because he was sick of hearing from me or what. But, um, you know, it's, it's just been the same. You have to believe down to your DNA. So two things that people can do. Think about the people in their life that you spend the most time with and get very focused on increasing your amount of time with the people that are going to support you and limiting your amount of time with the people that aren't. Then the second thing is you have to believe what you're doing down to your DNA. You can do this by using this app, Think Up, which there's a free version and a paid version. Or if you don't want to deal with the app, stand in front of your mirror every night and every morning and repeat to yourself a positive affirmation. And if you know, the, all those positive affirmation things are in my course, and I'm glad to have a conversation with you another time if you want to get detailed about what those are and how to create them. Absolutely. And I love, Cheryl, the way you, the way you just delivered that. Like, there is so much passion in your voice that you're like, you are crazy, people, if you don't go and do this, because this is backed by science. This works. This has worked in my own life. Like, you're bringing it. And I can see how passionate you are about bringing this message to the world. I can just feel it through the screen. We're looking at you here. I know listeners are only hearing it, but hopefully they could hear that passion and that conviction in the work that you do that this works. This is life-changing stuff. And it's free. Standing in front of your mirror, positive affirmations, believing down in your DNA that this is possible. And I love that you said four years ago, you just decided it was your time. You know, like you were like, this is it. I'm going for it. I'm going to live into this person and this passion and this plan. 
that I set out for myself and I'm doing it. And that's the challenge that I want to give listeners right now. Have this be, if you're ready, maybe not even if you're ready, just freaking do it, right? Have that vision that this is your time. Have that conviction. Have that down, that belief, that necessity that this is going to be it for you. Decide, right? We're challenging people right now to decide what side of the fence are you going to be on, right? Right. And you know what? Yeah. And I was just going to say, and if no one else believes in them and they're feeling like that, I believe in them because- I've seen it in the science. I've seen it in people I work with. I know it's possible. So if they're ever feeling like someone or no one believes in them, I do. The science is there to back it. I have tons of free resources that will help them out, and I'm here to help them any way I can. Yes, and speaking of those free resources, so in the show notes, I'm going to have a link that you can get connected with Cheryl. She has a seven-day mental toughness quiz and a free seven-day challenge. What do they get? What's the goal at the end of this seven-day challenge? What's the outcome for them? Uh, well, the mental toughness quiz, it's not really a test. It doesn't get graded, but it'll just give you a general idea of, you know, how mentally tough are you in certain situations. And then the seven-day, I don't want to give away all the secrets, but the seven-day mental toughness challenge it will guide everyone through seven days figuring out what's important to them, how to structure it and set it up to move the needle and make little progress. Amazing. So I will make sure I get all that information to you and how you can get connected further with Cheryl because who doesn't need a Cheryl in their life? <laughs> I'm like, Cheryl, can you just talk to me every day and make sure that my necessity and my belief is on point? If that wasn't a gut check. Oh, I don't know what was. So. <laughs> Cheryl, thank you so much for giving your time, your expertise. I know you're a hell of a busy, crazy lady with lots of good stuff on the go. And we're going to be cheering you on. We believe in you, <laughs> that you can rock that race and that you can travel all around the world and spread your message and rock your races and do whatever the heck you put your mind to, right? We champion you. We believe in you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. Yeah, I can't wait. So that is the latest episode of the Empowered Life Podcast. Cheryl, thank you so much again. And we'll see you again next time. You've been listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.